Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Smashbox TV's podcast, 474's After After Show. Show. I had to really think about where we were going with that one. It's the After Show, folks. What's that mean, Johnny? It means we get to talk about whatever the hell we want to talk about. It's sometimes disc golf related, sometimes it's not. We give away some prizes. We, uh, We rant. We vent. Terry sometimes talks about travel issues. We talk about movies or music that we're watching. We're going to talk about some T-Swift action, which will make Hannah Macbeth really happy. Oh, yeah. She is a big Swifty. Yeah. Well, think, I'm going to start off with a couple. I, I don't think... Do you think she's a Kansas City Chiefs fan now? I don't think so. Oh, I, that would cause, be... Because I think I'm she's still... i guessing that would be a stretch. Yeah. She's still a pretty much a Patriots fan, is my understanding. So Yeah, probably. And Paul is unfortunately a Denver Broncos fan. Uh, unfortunately because they're having such a bad season yeah who who knows what he's got going on um uh, well let let me start off here it's the after show i know and who knows when you're listening to this but nonetheless awesome to just quickly announce a uh, a fellow man in the media a couple actually a couple of them uh but ian anderson one of the early adopters to everything that is uh, disc golf post-production, now live production, and everything else that he does, Central Coast. Uh, happy birthday to you, Ian. Uh, hope it was a good day out there today. I know you're not listening. I, I wouldn't if I were you. But uh, nonetheless, happy birthday to you, pal. Best of luck with the USDGC broadcasting that's coming up here in the next day or two. And Johannes over at uh, Latitude 64, who you often will see in videos, uh, helps assist do uh, plenty of the funny stuff, but I think is one of the the main brains behind uh, a lot of the content, uh, whether it's digital, print, or or video, or whatever. Uh, one of the masterminds over there at uh, Latitude 64. So happy birthday. Uh, we also do want to give our best wishes and a shout out to Kona Panis, who this week will be going through surgery to hopefully remove any cancerous uh, cell uh, thyroid, I believe is what uh, mm-hmm. 
is what she has. So if you follow her on Instagram, I believe, I don't know if she has other ones. She Maybe she has a TikTok. She seems like the type that have a TikTok. But uh, for sure, Instagram, we're, we're giving her nothing but our best wishes. We hope that makes a full recovery and we see her back on tour next year, uh, ready and raring to go and, and back in competition where hopefully she, you know, if this all goes successful, that's a huge weight off of her shoulders. Yeah, it's uh, it's been... Uh, yeah, uh, obviously there's the physicality of it and then just the over, overall emotional toll of everything that mm-hmm. she's been going through. I, I can't fathom. So nope. yes, certainly best wishes to her. Um, I'm thinking ahead a little bit real quick, uh, big shout out. I know PLO Phoenix lady open ladies open. One of my favorite events that, uh, really helps push disc golf forward for women's events. 17th annual that's coming up next month. I believe there's still some spots available. So I wanted to make a quick push and make sure everybody knows that's taking place in November. Uh, KK Christy King, uh, was just posting the other day about signing up trying to gather a bunch of women from California to come mm. over and play. Uh, you're talking about Phoenix in November, and I can't think of a much better time or place to be. So I wanted to get that shout out in there, uh, and you can find them on Disc Golf Scene. And I know they're doing a fundraiser poker event that they do every year. They're going to be doing that next weekend. Uh, so uh, helping to raise, they have an absurd amount of money that they raise every year and the players packs and everything that that event does. We've had Jamie, the TD, we've had other TDs and other uh, ambassadors for that event on and Paul Sacco and, and law offices and everyone else is just incredible out there. So I want to get it thrown out there that yeah, PLO, make sure it's on your calendar as we're starting to wind down from our crazy tournament season. Also uh, saw a post and talked to her briefly today that I know Zoe Andike and a few others going to Africa right after Throw Pink uh, as part of the Uplay initiative. So super excited for them. I hope everything goes well and travels are good and, and Uplay and Paul Macbeth Foundation and everything else that's tied into internationally promoting disc golf. And then uh, if, uh, while I'm on international disc golf, <laughs> yes, I know I alluded to it earlier. I'm going to be gearing up and trying to get some details together for a little bit of a Southeast Asia tour that will be taking place. You guys have seen me in Samui on that island. Last year I got to take in Chiang Mai where we saw Scott Stokely and Shasta Chris and, and interviewed them and talked mm-hmm. to them. Uh, this year I'm, I'm maybe even seeing if I can add Malaysia to that. Um, and I'm doing it for you. I'm not doing this for myself. I am doing it exclusively. Really? Yes. I want, I want to fully exploit the budding and growing disc golf communities. I Exploit, In what happened to be exploit might not be the word you want to use. What happened to be uh, exotic and and beautiful tropical locations that that is a byproduct. That that is just happenstance. That's that is coincidence. Hmm. I'm I'm here for you guys. So if people want to support that, hmm. I'm your guy to uh, to help. Uh, hmm. I, I'm a conduit, right? I just use me. Just use me to to I don't. foster those things. That's what I'm here for. Something doesn't add up there. Uh, okay. I mean, to each their own. Anyway, uh, quick check-in since some of you care and were involved. Yes, last week, Johnny and I both talked about it. Both of our, our oldest uh, participated in homecoming activities uh, this last week, and I was super 
it's a bigger deal for me probably in the sense that I was actually home, made a concerted effort to be home. That's a little easier for Johnny most weeks. But uh, yes, my daughter uh, and a bunch of friends went to homecoming. I got to go to the football game and the parade and the pictures and all of that stuff as part of homecoming. I went to the football uh, game as well. It was, uh, did they win? Well, yeah. Did your team win? No. Oh, are the uh, Nicolay Knights. Okay. Beat the Slinger Owls. Okay. And the Slinger Owls are like the 20, were ranked like the 25th best team in the state. And for whatever reason, uh, the Nicolay Knights just dominated. They, Home, Hoko, Hoko, bro. Don't say Hoko. Um, <laughs> the funny thing was, uh, our, our mutual friend whose son is on the team, he, he told me, he's like, dude, you're, you're going to come for a slaughter. Like these, the, these, the slinger, the slinger team's good. The like, owls are, they're, 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 they're gonna, they're gonna beat us. Opening kickoff, Nikolay kicks it to slinger. They run it back untouched. <laughs> the dude doesn't get touched and it's seven, nothing in after, like the first nine seconds. In the first nine seconds. And I look at my buddy, Steve, I go, all right, here we go. <laughs> they didn't score another touchdown. They Dang. got a field goal, but not touchdown. So I believe they won something like, uh, 22 to 10. Okay. And just, a phenomenal showing. You could tell that the that the kids were really amped up for it, good. and and good for them. I I thought you know you get to Heck win yeah. you, you get to win your homecoming game. So. That's uh, yeah, not so much uh, in in Pewaukee. No, uh, the game started off with the other. I don't even remember who we played. Uh, that's how much I I don't want to say I didn't care, but I don't remember the team. I only remember the team because we were trying to make. I was letting them know some of the rude chants we had in high mm. school, and okay. I was trying to think up a really good chance for the slingers for the slinger. Owls. Owls, and I was thinking like, whose house? <laughs> like, you know, our yeah. house kind of thing. Uh, yeah, they're getting, uh, but well, they're, they're tampered these days. Some of those, uh, oh, they don't some let, of those cheers. They don't let them do the same cheers we did, Terry. <laughs> yeah. uh, kids these days. Well, they, they get kicked yeah, out. Pewaukee got off to a slow start. The other team scored uh, at will first drive. Second time they had the ball, they scored at will. And I text my daughter, who was in the in the student section. Yep. And I text her and I said, I don't see a world where we when we pull this off. It, like it was pretty grim in the first few minutes. Granted, I was a little, uh, you know, pretty early for to say that. And uh, things eventually slowed down overall. But they got they, tired of scoring. They, they still they still had no problem handling uh, our team, so to speak. And yes, mm-hmm. Pewaukee went on to lose. Uh, my other daughter, I I said, yeah, I'm looking forward to hanging out with you guys at the game because I, I had gone. And Kenzie, I said to her, yeah, I'm going to come hang out with you. She's like, no, we'll be in the student section. I said, yeah, okay, I'll come hang out with you in the student section. That's a little weird, I think. And she goes, oh, you'll blend right in. You're probably shorter than most of them anyway. (laughs) That little a-hole, my 12-year-old. I mean, she's not wrong. I'm not shorter than (laughs) 12-year-olds. Most of them. You were shorter than my 12-year-old. Well, he's not exactly normal. No, well, in a lot of different aspects, no. But uh, At any rate, uh, yes, all around, good time. I was really nervous about... uh, So I I go to Men's Warehouse on Saturday morning to pick up uh, my son's outfit. He's he's never had a, a a nice suit before because he's just he's just grown so fast that we've never bothered. Yeah, and he's twelve, so he doesn't shouldn't uh, really need too many. I mean, no, you shouldn't need to, but usually you get one yeah. or something when you're younger for weddings or funerals or whatever. So he's always had just like slacks and an okay shirt. So we got him a nice suit jacket. I show up Saturday morning. Men's warehouse opens at ten a.m. I'm there at ten o one because I want to get this and get in, get in, and get out, and I. Give him my ticket, and I say, there you go. 
and he had to have, uh, no doubt, the pants lengthened a little bit for and hemmed up. And then they also kept the jacket. I'm sitting in there. I'm sitting in there. It's been five minutes, then ten minutes. And I haven't seen the guy. Now suddenly more people are coming into the store. Another employee comes in, the one who actually helped us the week be- the week prior. And I'm waiting and I'm waiting. And the guy comes out and he's like, you got the gray jacket, right? And the gray pants. And I was like, yeah, that should be all on the ticket that you should just walk back and get. Suddenly, this guy comes walking over. He goes, he had gone to the shelf, grabbed the exact jacket that we had, same length and everything, and another pair of pants. And he says, yeah, we can't find your stuff. And again, my son being six foot six, it's not like you can just grab something off the shelf for him. <laughs> and he's like, well, we've got our tailor here right now. Do you, do you want to wait another 10, 15 minutes? And I was like, well, what else am I going to do? I need, yeah. the, I need this pair of pants. So we get it all taken care of. I'm there for a total of like 45 minutes at this point, which is supposed to be a jump in, jump out. Yeah. Um, get it home, have the kid try it on. Everything looks good. I bring him over to my wife and I'm like, oh, how do you think he looks? I think he looks great. She looks down at his pants legs and she goes, one pant leg's shorter. And I look, and I'm like, no, it's not. Now, I'm not kidding you. My wife spotted a quarter inch difference in mm. the pant legs, which nobody, I looked at it. I couldn't spot it. It didn't matter at this point, sure. but I was shocked in it because I, I, when he, when he was done trying them on, he took them off because it was early in the day and he wasn't, didn't need them until later that day. We, I folded them up and it was a quarter inch and I was like, holy shit. What a set of eyes. Yeah. that's. I, I had no clue. Her eyes are that good and she remains married to you. <laughs> yes. I don't get it. Something's not checking. <laughs> no, <out>. it's not. <laughs> Oh, uh, but yeah, men's warehouse huh. blew it. They they lost the outfit because the guy came over with a pair of pants and he had the chalk markings on the back of the leg and the sure. heel. And I was thinking, like, did you have those markings? Did you have those measurements in your computer? Or did you just remember my kid is six foot six and make those markings? Sure. And now I'm leaning towards the latter because one of the pants legs was off or they just happened to sew it in such a quick fashion, knowing that I was there waiting. Yeah, that there wasn't. Yeah, I was I was sitting there like uh, doing searches for local tailors. I'm thinking like, oh, great. I'm going to have to get this kid a something today yeah, on homecoming on, day, on homecoming yeah. day. And there's by the, at this point, there's <laughs> you're playing double plumber rates at that point. Yeah, there's 10 <laughs> people in there waiting. There's two yeah. employees and both of them were dedicated to me looking for this for a while. So I, I, we were very fortunate. Everything worked out. They did their fancy Culver's dinner, him and his friends, and then went to uh, the dance where they just sat and chatted with each other, apparently. Kind of okay. freshman dance thing. All right. Uh, well, no one was arrested on my end, so I consider that a success. Not that I, they're bad kids, but... No, your kids aren't bad no, kids. No, well, no arrest this year. Give it a couple years when Kenzie's older. Oh, then yeah. Then we'll have a different conversation. Uh, All right. right. Let's. Uh, we'll go back to disco for a moment. That's, that's Homecoming 2023, uh, freshman edition here in Wisconsin. Stay tuned next year when you get the sequel, <laughs> sophomore edition. Yeah. So uh, Eric asked a very legitimate question that says, can you speak to some of the things the Canyon course in Florida will be updating or needing, might need updating in order to be ready? I'll admit, uh, when I, I did a drop zone and I talked about being surprised that the canyon is kicking things off. Why? Not because I didn't know that. I, I knew Paul Macbeth and Dylan very very openly said they wanted a tour event to be there. I was openly shocked at the turnaround. And and 
I think of things like Paul has talked about a clubhouse eventually being there, like potentially state-of-the-art, really nice clubhouse. He's talked about, well, it's not even just him, parking needs to be addressed there. The parking right now, which has been just people pulling in throughout the years, it, the the parking, I don't, I'm not going to say it's terrible, but the parking conditions are terrible. That's, that's, that is a, a, a fair way to put it. Just because it's been all natural and there's never been a, a designated, you know, officially graded and, and put together parking lot. So parking lot's the top concern, in my opinion. And then you're talking about T-pads. T-pads are the next big concern that I know Paul wants to have a couple of different layouts and configurations. I think he's going to have to be fully committed, or they have to be fully committed to getting the 18 potentially men and women and or women pads that need to be in there and and just worry about those. And here's what I mean by that. If in a perfect world, Paul and Dylan could see having possibly two pins on a given hole and anywhere from one to three T's on any given hole, clearly right now to have this event, they need to focus on the the applicable T's for FPO and MPO. And so even when we do see it in January, it won't be in its completed form by any means. I just thought, seeing that this was announced two days ago or four days ago, that by the time, we'll just call it October 1st, rolls around to February, we're going to call it Valentine's Day. Let's just say you have to have it done a few days beforehand. So you're talking about November, December, January, and two more weeks. You're talking about three months and two weeks for a ton of work to get done. Now, do Paul and Dylan have more resources than most parks departments and me and Johnny and a hundred of our friends combined? Yes, they do. It's just still going to be a lot. That 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 was my only point. And I, I, I think Paul almost took some offense to the idea of me second-guessing it. I'm not second-guessing his wants and his desires or his capabilities. It's just a lot of work. It's just, at the end of the day, still a lot of work. Now, you turn around and flip that on its head, though, and say, even if it's not perfect, and it's not a completed project 100%, and it looks pretty good, is it going to have any more or less than some of our other men, or other events? Like... Mm-hmm. And I, I, I use a Jonesboro for example. Jonesboro, one of the you know one of the most beloved courses, decided to have it. It's this incredible course out on this essentially this field. Mm-hmm. But there's not infrastructure at Jonesboro. They they put up a tent. They bring in nice porta potties. They have a very nice experience, but it's still largely temporary. It's not a yeah. a fully constructed uh, setup. So. I guess maybe I was I need to scale back what I was thinking and then what needs to get done versus what ultimately will get done. So I, I know that was maybe a long-winded way to answer you, but yeah, I mean, it's a tall task. Three months and two weeks to get a lot of earth move, to get a lot of things mounted structurally in place. The, the course layout for the most part I think is there. I think Paul's probably talking about making just a handful of, of hole changes the majority of the course is in place, but I'll just say that I feel like there's still a lot of work to get done, and and uh, their crews and and money and yeah. and earth moving powers. Uh, sh- sh- I I don't doubt they'll do it. It's still a lot. So if that answers what you're saying, again, you can go back on on uh, Orlando. I'm just personally curious: will we see a temporary layout? 
at some kind of resort or facility? Will oh, we go the- to an Orlando-based course that we have some exclusivity on? That I don't know. We don't know those answers. No, yet. that's no one's. No one knows that yet. Probably. So yeah, I don't. I don't know if they know for sure. So, um, <clears throat> all right. Looks like we got. Oh, good. We got some Swifties up in the house. Yeah, I was saying Taylor Swift is the biggest music star in the world right now, uh, and arguably, and, and I would have said uh, a year ago before her Eras tour, I would have said Beyonce. But I think Taylor Swift at this point, I mean, it's neck and neck, but I, I, I would disagree, I, but that's okay. I, I, I think she has pushed, I think Taylor Swift has pushed past Beyonce. Well, now she has. There's no doubt about yeah. that. I, I would say more, maybe more significantly than just what you just said about, you know, influence and tour, or I'm sorry, tour and music performer and, and what she is. I think she is one of the single most recognizable people on the planet and most influential lover or hater wrong or right. right one of the most influential that we're seeing right now especially obviously towards certain demographics but i think and i think all of this stuff could be the same could be said about beyonce i think if if you had suddenly beyonce uh, and granted she's married jay-z whatever if, if she were to suddenly show interest in a particular uh athlete or whatever, and, and start going to these games, I think you would see very similar style. I think they're very, very close um, as far as their influence and their fan base. But, but and here here's, and again, I'm a, I'm a 45-year-old man. Yeah, so who, Beyonce's your jam. So, Beyonce is not apply, uh, appealing to 12-year-olds right now. I don't know about I, I would that. bet she's not. But um, I think Beyonce is more musically influential than Taylor Swift, but I think Taylor Swift is the most popular musician in the world. I don't think there's an argument. No, I, I don't, I don't think, so think there is any argument. <laughs> uh, and of course we saw the pro tour uh, at some point earlier in the year had asked our players about their favorite name, Beyonce, or, yeah. I'm sorry, Beyonce about their favorite Taylor Swift song. Understandably, Flenny had no idea or took a stab. I, I can't believe that not one of them practically could name a song shake it off like one of the most popular songs like i get not knowing i i you know i think isaac robinson and alden both said love song or love story sure. i don't know that song i'm sure it's great yeah whatever but some of them they were like i can't even name one you can't name shake it off it's just such uh an iconic song i couldn't name more than two more songs probably i but shake yeah how do you not shake it off uh, I mean, <laughs> doesn't she hold the top 10 songs on the Billboard 100 right now? Like, at once. Like, has uh, all 10 of them simultaneously. And I'm not, like, trying she, to make a big Does pitch. she right now? I, I don't think, know. She I did think she's at the one first point. person to ever do that, I, which would make sense. I'm not, I'm, I'm not, like, proclaiming that I'm a Swifty. Yes, I have a 12-year-old. Yes, I have a 14-year-old girl. So I'm a little more in tune than probably most. But, um... Uh, Billboard Hot 100, she uh, is not. Yeah, I was going to say, is that what I'm thinking of? No. At any rate, um, so I understand there's going to be a perceived bias that's coming from me in the first place uh, due to my particular position. I get it. There's, you know, there's a lot of people who who couldn't name our vice president or name sometimes mm-hmm. even when there's still an argument about who our president is. So it is what it is. I I, I understand and I accept it all. I, uh, I think she clearly, though, I think the big takeaway is. 
you know, we often have these arguments or discussions every time any form of celebrity enters disc golf, there's always a very polarizing reaction. I don't know them. I couldn't name them or I love them. They're the greatest and everything in between. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Let's face it. The NFL is losing their shit over her being involved. And, and they're to, milking it for everything it's worth. They're milking it, yeah. losing it, whatever, embracing it or not. All of those types of things. And so when you see someone like Disc Golf do something similar with lesser known celebrities. <laughs> Are you calling Jeremy London not a celebrity? I'm just saying when we're seeing it, it's it's not that far-fetched um, for us to be doing. And I say us collectively. I mean, for so many years, we thought it was so cool when, you know, Frolf was referenced, for instance, on Seinfeld. And every other news mm. or or any other kind of hit that we saw in any kind of national media attention. Now it's become much more commonplace, of course. Um, it, it's just, it has been funny to see the NFL go all in on, on I, embracing her they, and milking it, as you would say. Of course, yeah, they're, they're totally milking it, and that's fine. They should. Um, I, I think they should take that opportunity. It's really funny to think that a billion-dollar organization is milking Taylor Swift, trying to gain popularity. The, our, arguably the second largest sport in the world behind soccer is the NFL. And, and even they will take the extra uh, half a million to a million people that will now X tune into these games to see Taylor Swift and to see the, the, the man she's dating. Uh, (laughs) I I just think it is kind of, Funny. I mean, yeah. it's wild. I it's mean, wild that we give a shit about any of our celebrities. If you really, at the end course, of the day, right? Of course. Like, but, that, that's a whole I mean, other story. I mean, I, I was going to watch the game anyway. I didn't care that Taylor Swift was there because <laughs> I've yeah, got because right. I've got Patrick Mahomes oh, on my fantasy right, team. You so, Swifty. Uh, <laughs> switching notes just for a second. Uh, are you familiar with Jimmy Carr? Nope. Okay. See, I, I think he is. He. I don't. Know, is raunchy the word? Is that the word you guys would use? He. He's one of the most probably offensive. Uh, I don't. I don't know what the right word would be. Offensive has got to be it, it, it somewhere within there. I think he's one of the funniest comedians uh, that I've ever seen. I've never seen him in person. I see he's coming here to Milwaukee. Uh, tickets are going for sale this weekend, and then he's coming to Milwaukee next year. Uh, he's one person that I would. 
I would definitely go out of my way to go see, and he just popped up in my news feed uh, along with some other golfers that made mention of it. Uh, anyway, I didn't know if you, I feel like if if I showed you a few clips, you'd recognize him, uh, his accent, and then also just uh, his delivery and his style, and then he has one of the most unique laughs in the world that you. Um, if you've heard it, you'll never forget it. So some people anyway. are some people on the border correcting me saying cricket is actually the number two sport in the world. Uh, probably true because cricket uh, yes. is very big in India. Yes. Um, I, I wonder, but is there like a like a national cricket organization? Uh, and I wonder. I'm, I'm sure there is, but I wonder if they make more money than the NFL or no? Not. Uh, like, oh, the organization? Yeah, like the, the the whatever. Because it just feels like it's such a a you know. Like I know, obviously soccer is, but and probably watched cricket is definitely watched by more people. Yeah, so uh, but whatever. Yeah, it says that more than one billion a year. That means India's top cricket competition, a closed league with only ten teams, now generates annual broadcast revenues on par with top leagues like NFL, okay. ten billion a year, England's oh. Premier League at about six point nine billion, and the NBA at two point seven. So actually, the NFL makes more money off of their uh, broadcast rights revenues than even uh, soccer or MLS. It sounds like, yeah. but I, I mean, either way, it, it, yeah, when it's it comes, definitely way up when there. it comes to fans, I'm, it, they probably do beat the NFL. I went to Australia. On, I'm all up on cricket. Now. Uh, I don't, yeah. <laughs> cause that's all you could watch. Honestly, it was, I, yeah, uh, so. it was pretty incredible. <clears throat> uh, politically incorrect. Tim courts is saying, uh, that is an understatement. Like I think of Anthony Jesselnik and who has very different delivery and completely, but it's so insanely dark. Uh, Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr, uh, to me, I think, like, bang for your buck when it comes to, like, laughs per minute. He's got to be way up there as one of the funniest, personally. Uh, uh, yes, the British comedian. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, Brewers lost tonight, first game of the playoffs. Uh, they lost to the Diamondbacks. Did you see our good friend, a disc golfer? Al to the G. Got to throw out the first yeah, pitch at the Brewer game a couple, few, yeah, couple a days, days ago. ago. I did see that. Was that a, a Rockwell thing? He works for a big... It oh, might. He did. No, it, I don't think he works there anymore. I, I, anyway, I one of our why. friends... I feel disappointed I learned about it after the fact. Not that I would have changed much, but uh, nonetheless, pretty cool. A disc golfer that we know got to throw out the first pitch. I wonder why. Uh, I, I don't know. I didn't get a chance to reach out to him. I was walking through... So I was going to my son's volleyball game. I was walking through the parking lot, and I stopped and looked at... This old, well, I'll say old, it's probably 10 years old. Uh, I think it was a Hyundai. The license plate said disc golfer. Like D-S-C-G-L-F-R or something. Mm. D- and I looked at it and I was like, what? And I, I grabbed, I like grabbed my wife like, hey, look at this. And she's like, Who's, whose car is that? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know how I don't know. And it just reminds me that we're, our sport is very big now and that we don't know everybody. Uh, 10 years like ago, we used to. Uh, maybe you know, 10 years ago, you'd pull up on someone like that and you'd probably know whose car it was because you saw him at league or, yeah. or whatever. But now, or even we drive up and you'd see it like a, a, an Innova sticker or a Discraft sticker in a car. And you're like, I guarantee you, yeah, you I know that know person. Them. You'd and pull up next to him. There's so many. And so I, I didn't. 20,000 other people that we'll never meet. Here yeah. in, in, in Milwaukee alone. In Milwaukee alone. And I, I don't know whose car that was, but I kind of got a We're kick out of it. We're getting old and the sport's getting bigger. Uh, God, it says nuts. L. Gilgenbach, L to the G as we call him, uh, standard electric supply. So maybe. All right. So some sort of work-related 
nonetheless, awesome for That's Al great. to be out there throwing the first pitch. All right. Uh, let's get to, and I don't want to mess it up, but I think we've got a giveaway. We do and have I a think giveaway. It's tri- I think it's trivia-based, Johnny, so you I, actually... I, I don't even need to bring up random.org. No, I random. think you stand down. Uh, it's trivia based for the Yeti Bounty Hunter so Destroyer. This, so this tonight, our giveaway is going to be eligible for everybody in this case. All of our viewers, all of our current viewers, live viewers. And sorry, or if somebody Patreon. doesn't get it right, and then tomorrow we're still looking for the right answer. So be it. But uh, here we're going to do the giveaway. I'm going to try and read this to make sure I don't screw it up. But it's rare that we do it like this anymore. Yeah, there's no promises of this. All right. Uh, okay. And then can I just read that directly? That uh, I don't know. Read it in your I, head I first. I think can. Well, that's tough. I know. You like to. Terry's favorite thing is like when he's reading something, he just reads it out loud right away and then mumbles through to the end like. Uh, uh, like whoops. Like, wasn't supposed to say that. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, all right. I have to see if I have both the right answer and the question here we go. So get get fired up. Get 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 your hands on type the keyboards. Test. Type test or hello into the into the chat now. Make sure you're logged in. Make sure you're ready to go because this will require you answering it. And disclaimer, as always, we're gonna go by what we see on our chat. Your chat may or may not keep up with the next guy's chat, and it may look different from the next person. So there you go. So get go ahead and get it all. Get yourself all tested, and we'll go by what we see as the correct answer first. And it looks like our regulars, as usual, here, chimed in, ready to go. All right. Um, okay. Jeez. So should I read the? I'm going to read this part. Yeah, go for it. Okay, here we go. This is for a J Yeti Bounty Hunter Destroyer. Jay's little brother co-wrote and directed the movie 65, starring Adam Driver, as talked about earlier. Name Jay's brother's next movie that was out this summer, and what famous author did they adapt the screenplay from? So you need both things, the name, or is... You need name Jay's brother's next movie that was out this summer, and what famous author did they adapt the screenplay from? Mm. I do not know the answer to this Uh, So here you go. I'm going to show you this, Johnny. Okay. I will give it to the first person that at least has the name of the book. I don't think you necessarily need okay. the name of the author. Okay. that J- Johnny's calling an audible here. Yeah. I like it. It's it's a difficult two, two-parter. Yeah. I, I don't like two-part questions in general. Yeah. Because then you spell the first name right, not the last name, or you mm-hmm. just get this right, and that one's Yeah, this is, a, this is a tough one. This is going to be a little bit tougher. I'll, I'll repeat it. And we'll give you guys a little bit of time, then we'll continue. Ray says he ain't going to cheat. Ray, you can cheat if you want. Yeah. If you're fast enough to cheat and get the right answer, please, by all means, do uh, it. Jay's little brother co-wrote and directed the movie 65, starring Adam Driver. Name Jay's brother's next movie that was out this summer, and what famous author did they adapt the screenplay from? Hmm. So that is for a free disc that Jay will personally be sending out to you so we got to thank them we're going to continue to watch the chat on that live to listen to asks are you guys brothers hmm. not that i know i mean i was adopted that's true and if you weren't i was not <laughs> i think your mom would have told us maybe i don't know 
Yeah, but no, as far as we know. We're not brothers. <laughs> That'd be funny if all these years later somehow. Yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh, that would be interesting. All right, thanks for the clarification. <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I don't think we've ever been asked that before either. I don't think we all have either. Years. Yeah, we, we don't look a lot alike. So uh, uh, Ray says, sort, <laughs> sort Arthur Cannon Doyle. Which I believe he, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Uh, David Nichols says, hereafter, saw 10. No, all those are wrong answers. Uh, Alfred says, the answer is I don't know. That's, uh, that, that sounds. That, that is that is an answer. That is an answer. That is not the correct one. All right. So as you guys continue to look that up, I wanted to. Um, I think since the last, uh, the last, at least since the last week, I think we've seen one more Sexton Firebird drop. I love just to throw those out there because I know those are a big topic of conversation. Also, Discraft has re uh, offered up this battle pack. I have ordered some of those as well. Um, I know that's one of the other new things that's hitting the market. I'm trying to think if there's been any other major discs that have, uh, you know, caused some headlines. Uh, oh, Alfred. No, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm going back up a little bit. We have the right answer. Chris Carpenter. Got the right answer. Chris. The Boogeyman. Love it. By Alfred Woods, I believe is what it was. I believe that's the name of the, the author. The Boogeyman. And right after that, Darren Eck had, had got it. Um, and then Alfred as well said The Boogeyman. The Boogeyman. Oh, The Boogeyman is a book by Stephen King. Okay. Yes. Oh, Alfred Woods, that maybe is the, is the writer. The the answer is the boogeyman. Written by Stephen King. Oh, the 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 screenplay is written by Alfred Woods, not the book. Sorry. <laughs> All right, we need a name and contact or address, is what Jay says. So, Chris, if if you're determining Chris as our winner, which it I, sounds like it is, I'm determining Chris as the winner. That's what All I'm seeing right. first. Now, what we can do is you can send Terry your information. Yes, he can either. Pass it on to Jay so Jay can send it to you. Or you can get the disc when you see Jay this weekend. I don't know what this is easiest. I trust But congratulations, Chris Carpenter. Yes, appreciate it. Thank you guys for playing along with that. Hmm. Well, that's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty it cool is. to be able to adapt a Stephen King movie. There's some phenomenal history there between Carrie and Christine, It, uh, Pet Cemetery. Yeah, some of the favorites I've never watched. Have you watched any of those? Nope. Wow. N- not any of them in their entirety. Children of the Corn? Nope. Hmm. Have you have you watched If it's not a- Barbie, I ain't watching it. <laughs> have you watched any Stephen King movie? I don't think so. Uh, I feel like there's one that I really disliked. Um, but I no, I don't think I could. Huh. I know I've never intentionally unless it was when we were a kid. I've never intentionally gone to a Stephen King movie in a theater, like been like, oh yeah. Neither I have I. Go, I need to go see that. I know I haven't done that much. We would we would rent them as you know from your blockbuster or your sure. uh, family, family video. video. <laughs> um, there was actually one called on uh, on Double O called I think just Home Movies. Mm. It was in a little strip mall. Classic. We would, we would rent from there quite a bit, but yeah, that's where you'd see your Pet Cemetery and Christine. And yeah, no Carrie. 
Uh, Carrie, is that the Fire one with starter. the... Is Carrie, is Carrie the one with the... Uh, Shining, yeah. The the caregiver? What am I thinking of the one uh, where the caregiver kills kills the... Uh, oh, she's you're, like the nurse. Oh, no, 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 no. You, you're, you're thinking... Uh, with Kathy Bates, yeah. where she where she breaks his ankles. Um, I didn't watch that in its entirety. I had it in either. my head just a second oh ago. Oh my gosh! Misery, misery, okay. misery. I, that's not Stephen King. That is Stephen King. Oh, yeah. Okay, I've seen some of that. <laughs> uh, you've seen some of that. So yeah, shows you how cultured here I am. Yep, Ray nails misery. misery. I had it first go. before I saw that though, Ray. So uh, just, King is from Ohio. We are weird. Yeah, isn't like Dave Chappelle too. So. Dave Chappelle still lives in the Ohio, Cincinnati, yeah, so, Ohio area. Uh, I don't know. Christine Carr was so fake. Cars can't do that stuff. I don't know. Mm. Mm. Are you sure cars can't do that? Because <laughs> I saw Firestarter, and I thought it was a documentary. Uh, the other... Oh, Chris, thank you. You've already reached out to me. I appreciate that so much. Chris got to me on Instagram. Uh, the other news that we've completely glossed over, which is not... Uh, which. I don't want to say is is not nothing, but we did gloss over it early. Uh, Silver Lot proposing to Kristen Tatar. We literally mentioned it like two or three times. Uh, I mean, we just glossed over it. That's my point. Anyway, congratulations to them. Yeah. I mean, okay. I mean, we kind of mentioned it. Yeah, we said that they were getting married. Okay. Like they, At any post. rate, congratulations. That Did that come out Wednesday as well? I feel like it was right after our podcast. feels like there was a bunch of news that came out Wednesday right after our podcast. So, of hey, You never saw Stand By Me? That's Stephen King. Okay, that I didn't realize. I guess okay, I did. Yeah. But I, it's based on, based on a short uh, story called The Body, I believe. Yeah, and I barely remember that from... Oh, we were kids. 30 years ago, yeah. Yeah, it's such I mean, a good least. movie. I want to rewatch yeah. it with my kid. Yeah, I think we actually just said that a few weeks ago. I don't know if we have anything else. Terry took forever to get Kristen's last name correct. Now he has to learn it all over again. You're you're right there. We'll see. Uh, you're gonna call her Lot Totter. <laughs> as somebody as as somebody you know poked fun at me on the internet, which f- fully good with. Um, I did then a little bit of research because I didn't want to reach out to her directly yet. I'll talk to her probably tomorrow. I did a little bit of research to find out that in Estonia, customs for Estonia, it's customary. To take the man's last name. Okay. It's also pretty common to keep your last name. And it's not entirely uncommon to hyphenate your last name. Okay. So very similar to here in the Bingo. US. So it was, uh, that's my point is yeah, there, there's like absolutely no, like it's not, there's that, that essentially sounds, no standard. Sure. That speak. sounds just like the US where exactly. it's customary to take the last name. Some people don't. <laughs> and know. some people that's hyphenate. That's kind of my point. Cool. So for the people that like, how really? many people pick a totally different last name? How great would that be? Like, that's, no, you, you, you. Were, that's the time. You were Smith. I was Brown. Let's both pick Jordan. new names. Yeah, we're gonna, now we're yeah. going to Jordan. Sure. That wouldn't, that wouldn't be a bad idea either. My whole point, though, was that a lot of people instantly assumed one thing or another. So they when can't. I looked into it, and I thought, well, yeah, well, again, at, every, every, yeah, I'm sure there's some countries well, where and it's she, like 97% they do one thing. She might pull... This one seems to be very divided. She might pull the Valerie Doss. That's where, what I said. Where she she still maintains a public... Outfacing, sportswoman-like persona. Because she has built up a reputation. I mean, she's famous in Estonia. Like, not just disc golf famous, but 
fucking famous. Yeah. Like, people know her. T-Swift famous. Like, not quite T. No one's... No, I'm not giving her that. Sorry. Sorry, you're not T-Swift famous, even in Estonia. She does ads for Estonia, Nike Estonia. But she does. She does all these things. So, for her to maintain the, the... the Tatar name, I know, would I make agree. could make sense, and then just privately, my you actually know, be actually Lot. be you know Kristen Lott. So, but I guess we'll see. Uh, it's funny that this is one of the conversations we actually have to have. Uh, <laughs> slow media week, I guess, but that's one of the conversations that can be had as to what she will do. And I think there's a lot of people that don't necessarily know or realize that. Uh, that Valerie Jenkins is, in fact, Valerie Doss legally and mm-hmm. obviously goes by Jenkins in a disc golf setting. However, like, flip the script, Valerie Mondahano specifically has kept Mondahano and is not, and, and like, legally. Legally kept Mondahano? I didn't know. I never my understanding. Asked. I think that's yeah. my, I think I heard that, that my understanding is that she had kept Mondahano as her last name. Okay. Which, again, I love all the different options. I don't really, no judgment yeah. or nor do I care. But it just proves that there's uh, a the, lot of possibilities. The one there. story I'll tell, and it, obviously it has nothing to do with any of our disc golfers. When, before I met my wife, I met somebody who I went to their wedding. There was and, no one before you. And wife. he took her last name. Dang. Which didn't work out well for him because they got divorced within a month when she cheated on him. So, a boom. Month? <laughs> Ouch. I think it was like a month or two. Yeah. Ouch. He <laughs> went through the effort to change his name hers yeah to hers because he he hated his family is my understanding like he he had bad it, it was like a bad scenario my understanding with his with his family and so he just wanted nothing to do with their last name anymore yeah. so he decided yeah, to take hers sure. which i mean someone's changing a name but then it just didn't work out for them. i mean was her last sure. name cheater cheater pumpkin eater because <laughs> if so he should have been a red flag <laughs> <laughs> just saying <laughs> Uh, Alfred says, I got married, and we both decided to keep our first name. It's, it's good, Alfred. I like it. Uh, again, I I, 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 was, I I, don't care what anyone does. I think it's all great. I was just looking to if there was an official, <laughs> like, customary like thing in Estonia. And there's just truly, the, apparently, mm-hmm. there is not. That was the, my whole point. Uh, <laughs> uh, all right. I think we've uh, talked about just about everything we need to talk about. USDGC week. It's Throw Pink week. Uh, lots of people will be yeah. confused that Throw Pink's not a major, but USDGC is. There won't be ratings for the major, and there's a bunch of weird rules at both events regarding any given hole. So that's your quick 10-second recap of uh, or preview of what you're going to see this week at the USDGC slash Throw Pink. Yeah. Uh, so just keep that in mind. Nonetheless, there should be some big money on the line, and we've got some pretty big names that yep. are All going the big to, names. I'm just saying some big names that... Uh, maybe from yesteryear in the set sense that we've oh. got Climo returning uh, in a in a media capacity. We see Will Schuster coming back. I think I saw a stat that said like Will is the second or third lowest rated player. Yeah, he's like nine eighty or nine sixty or something. Yeah, nine sixty nine or something like that, which, which uh, means nothing. Uh, it means something, but nothing all at the same time. It'll be really interesting to see where his game's at, you know, and and uh, what I, he does out there. Um, I, I don't, I don't have a lot of high expectations. No, ba- just based on his lack of play and some of the stuff I've seen on social media, his most recent events that he's played. Clearly, I, I I'm glad he's out there. I truly am oh, because sure. it is, it is a place for him specifically that is special. Three USDGC championships, and it it will be awesome to see him play. 
Um, I hope he's on some sort of featured card. I would assume, like maybe would, not, maybe not like the featured card, but maybe like chase card or sure. something where we Second can feature kind of kind of keep an eye on him. Um, but in general, I'm 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 excited to see Will come back and play this event. Yeah, yeah, it will be uh, it will be pretty fun to uh, see and experience. Three time champ uh, Ray had asked. Ray, thank you for the super chats the other night. By the way, uh, he had said, "Have you attended a disc golf themed wedding?" And uh, we've both been to disc golfers' weddings, and then they've had various themes. In fact, a picture was just taken today. Uh, I had the honor of being at the Paige and Grady Shoe wedding. They <laughs> invited me to be the DJ, which may, <laughs> which was anyway. It was fun. Uh, but one of the cool things they did is they gave away. I think there were mini sheriffs or something. There were there were a a, a mini size disc or a, a smaller size disc and they had done a full color dimax on it and it said page and grady shoe and the date and then it had your individual name on it as oh the guest. wow and it's funny because to this day i still have kobe geises because he left his behind <laughs> on the table so i grabbed it so it wouldn't just be forgotten and it's it also sitting in my room uh, kobe. right next to you know second place did you get one with your name on it yeah yeah, yeah okay i was I your, too well you were the dj i didn't yeah, know no. if you're technically I, I got one. Oh, it's, uh some other time i'll show you guys but yeah it's it was fine. actually just photoed today and uh, tom mcmanus from flying disc museum yep. he's always looking for interesting discs sure uh to photograph to put into the flying disc museum i gave him a few of the world's ones including Kristen, right after she won mm-hmm. a couple other new discs the new sexton from this year and whatever and i was like oh this is really unique is uh you know an oversized mini yeah. That's got uh, from a wedding. So, because I've been to a few weddings where there was a mini with the names on it, correct? That were handed out, but never a like. An, I mean, we're talking like those old school kind of plasticky, flimsy minis. Never a a a, a, a baby size disc, so to speak, that had a full color stamp, customized nonetheless. Yeah. So that was all part of the uh, the cool Dimax uh, features and capabilities and whatnot. I should go through the the minis I have and look. Yeah, there it and is. Look, Look for the weddings, uh, the minis that with the couple still aren't together anymore. Mm. <laughs> There's a few of them. I know that. Uh, Paige and Grady coming up on what will be their four-year anniversary, October 25th. Congratulations. So to throw that out there. Yeah. Four years, the shoes. Uh, Team Twisted Flyer. Okay. Uh, that sounds like a song or something. I want to get a disc golf wife, my birdie, my bride. My bird, my birdie bride for life. Yeah, there you go. Somebody could write that story. Um, all right, I think that's what we've got. So, thank you all for joining us. Uh, it's been fun. Thank you to Jay and Des. Uh, looking forward to seeing them this weekend, along with all of our other superstars. Somebody will be crowned a U.S. Open champion by the end of the weekend, capturing the final major on the MPO side, and uh, should be a fun one. For Johnny V, I'm Terry Miller, the disc golf guy. Thanks for joining us, and uh, maybe I'll see you some other night this week if I uh, give you a little nightly recap show on my Disc Golf Guy channel. We'll see you next week, though, when you step inside the Smashbox. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
The living room is where you make life's most beautiful memories. But your sofa shouldn't be the one remembering them. The new life-resistant, high-performance furniture collection from Ashley is designed to withstand all the spills, slip-ups, and muddy paws that come with the best parts of life. Ashley high-performance sofas and recliners are soft, on-trend, and easy to clean. Shop the high-performance furniture in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home.